For 25 years, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois. Have you ever spotted McDonald's hot, crispy fries right as they're being scooped into the carton? And time just stands still. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hola, friends. We know you love to watch TV. You can do it on your schedule, at home, at work, out and about with Hulu Plus. They have full seasons of your favorite shows and you can watch all day on your phone or on the big screen. Right now, we're giving away an extended free trial by visiting HuluPlus.com slash The Read. That's HuluPlus.com slash The Read. You already know. Let's get started. Back again. Hi, everybody. I am Delta Work. I am Cadence Donda West. And this is the read. I hate you. Why would you use that? Because yeah. we have to talk about it. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Well, before we get there, how was your week? It was fun. I actually went out of town to celebrate my nephew's first birthday. Which was so much fun, but I caught a little bit of a cold on the plane ride back, so I've been dealing with that, and it's not yeah. not a good time. I've been dying all weekend. Yeah, I, don't know I where know. That cold came from. You've been like complaining about it, and I've been at work <laughs> working through it. So is this the type of show that we're gonna have this week, <laughs> or what? Just you just let me know. Pointing right out now. the facts. Okay, well let's just get started. Woo-hoo! So here is your Ocho Cinco update. I'm so proud of you for actually calling him Ocho Cinco. I no, I said it. it because Ocho Cinco update sounds a little bit more like a headline than Johnson update. Because that just sounds like Ew. porn, right? <laughs> so anyway. But his name's Chad Johnson. <laughs> the is. point is, he got, I don't know if I want to say a slap on the wrist, but mm-hmm. he got the rich nigga celebrity treatment. We talked about last week how he got thrown in jail and was supposed to serve a 30-day time because he slapped his attorney on the ass in court when the judge asked him if he was satisfied with the attorney. Right. So she sent his ass to jail. He was in there for a solid week mm-hmm. appeared back in court apologized and the court <laughs> the judge uh kathleen McHugh, basically said that i guess like all right nigga right you need to appreciate the quote-unquote gift of probation <laughs> i mean that is probation is a gift yeah and i think a week in prison will remind you of that we right. in jail, whatever the fuck. For you to use your forehead like a meteor hammer and smash that shit into Evelyn Lazada's And the head. pictures of Evelyn's face came out. I didn't watch that because I felt like that. I didn't look at the pictures because I felt like that was petty. Ugh. I didn't look at him. It really makes you wonder how he didn't get a significant piece of jail time. Like, it, her face is open, my nigga. Like, it's open. Like, there's a gash in her fucking face. Yeah, I didn't see it's it. It's bad. I so. felt like that was kind of petty because it's just like that shit. Okay, like let the lady heal. Like does she need for these pictures? Right. Of her goddamn. It looks bad. Poor thing. Oh well. But no, fuck Evelyn. I mean, just because. And fuck him. Um, nobody fuck is no, first. Nobody likes Evelyn, but that doesn't mean that it was right for her husband to oh, fucking no. split her face open like that. No, I meant poor thing as in the pictures being. Oh, okay. Now, well, not yeah. in terms of her getting. Her head bashed. She'll 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 survive. Yeah, I I feel like it, it probably sucks to have you know to deal with the internet now. You know, and like oh yeah, I bet wound. her. Yeah, I bet her Twitter today was not a lot of fun. Right, with those That's pictures coming I mean. out with TMZ or whatever. Of course, the actual act sickened me, but 
It's, it's just like, surprising that he didn't get more jail time or, you know, he wasn't in more trouble when right. you see those pictures like, And he's been flaunting around acting like a fool like ever since it happened. Ugh. So anyway, he's out now, I guess. After being in jail for seven smooth days. Yeah. Don't don't shed no tears for Ocho Cinco. This nigga. Whatever. Like, okay. He's so gross. All right. Ugh. Well, moving right along. Let's discuss. Um, let's just talk about what you mentioned. Cadence Donda West. So is it official that that's this child's name? No, of course not. I don't know where this rumor came Media from. Media takeout, a.k.a. the least reliable source So then why the, the, the fuck are we even using this name? <laughs> like, <laughs> because we, because the... That baby's name could be Ocho Cinco for all the fuck we know. I'm because sure it's not Because for the Cadence first time, the Kardashian family is not opening their big ass mouths. And so we don't know what the child's name is. So any sort of hint... At a name, people are j- just grasping at straws because for the first time ever, nobody in the fucking Kardashian family is running their mouth. Who cares what that child... Okay, listen. So Kim Kardashian had her baby, like, um, last week, I guess. I don't even really give a shot. Yeah, three or four days ago or She something. had her baby the day before Father's Day. Oh, yeah. And the Saturday. day after Kanye's album leak, which we'll talk about in a second. And it's a girl, yipty fucking do, and <laughs> allegedly the name is Cadence with a K, of course, Donda West. And Cadence has an I in it too. Just yeah, really... I don't even like when it's spelled out. It looks to me like a Mortal Kombat character, right. like somebody from Street Fighter. Like it just looks like the crazy thing is that I actually do like the name Cadence. I just don't like the way they spell yeah. it. Yeah, if that's the child's actual name, it might not. And be. I just feel like it's not. Well. Whatever. I feel like, I kind of feel like Kim wouldn't let Donda slide because honestly, Donda's kind of an ugly name. Like, I know that's his mama and it's sad that she you died. You know what? But Donda's an ugly name. It is. Nobody says it, but it's true. Donda's an ugly name. And you know what? I thought about that yesterday <laughs> because somebody tweeted Candace Donda West and I was like, that actually is just not a cute. Like, I feel like, you know how sometimes and, and like a middle name can make your name sound like really exotic, right. like the way you say it. Cadence Donda West doesn't really sound, it you doesn't. know what I mean? It's like, I Cadence like Donda's is not so... really like a cute name, Mm-mm. but then I instantly felt bad afterwards. Right. Because poor Donda is probably like up in heaven right now, talking to God, like trying to have a meeting. Like, can you just give me like three minutes with him? Like, Donda is probably <laughs> like, Donda's like, can you, can I just appear to him in a dream? Like, Jesus? can I just, just like, send him a quick email? Just something. Can I, I DM feel, him? Like I just need to get in touch with him for a minute. Because she was always such a driving force in his life and his career. And she was always seemed like a really like very nice woman. And I know that that shit really kicked him in the fucking like yeah. mind. Like it would anybody. Yeah, like anyone. Yeah. But it was just a lot, and I don't think Kanye dealt with it very well. And and so the situation he's in now is the manifestation of so many bad decisions. I really believe it. But if Donna was alive, she he would not be with. Oh her. no! And I don't think anybody believes that. So <laughs> like, that lady dying opened the door to hell for a lot of you know different avenues in Kanye's right. life. Like just bad things started to pour in. So. But I don't know. I think it's curious that we haven't seen this child or um, heard the name of it. But I'm also pretty sure that Kim Kardashian and her mother secured the rights to the first photos of this baby and the first video to various media outlets. So I'm sure little whom the fuck ever did not come into this world without a price. Chris Jenner is on Final Cut Pro with that footage right now. (sighs) I kind of feel for this baby. Like, I just... I just do. 
just well, the fact that it. they've been quiet for this long makes me, you know, because I think I said, like, I really hope that Kim Kardashian just takes this moment and shuts the fuck up, mm-hmm. just focuses on being a mom and not an attention whore, and that Kanye calms the fuck down and just focuses on being a dad. And they've been really quiet ever since she was born, and we don't really know much about any of this stuff, so maybe that's where they're going with this. I feel I like so. all of that is but contract I really just stuff. not. I don't think she's being quiet because she wants to. <laughs> you feel like she's I don't being feel quiet like she wants to languish in this moment of being a new mother. She's being quiet because she is contractually obligated to shut the fuck up. They're getting ready to. They're working on whatever they're going to premiere. Right, the fall. exactly. Because all she wants to do is get on Twitter right now and be like, "Oh my god, y'all, look what I had!" and just show everybody her baby, and she can't. So. This is not like Beyonce and Jay-Z who would not sell pictures of Blue Ivy. Speaking of which, everybody was talking about how they were expecting to see this handwritten and scanned letter from Beyonce. (laughs) I definitely did. On Beyonce. Because Beyonce is famous for writing a letter to someone and having someone in Parkwood scan it and And put it up on (laughs) Beyonce.com. And she's written them to like Gabby Douglas. She's written them to Luke James. She's written them to Kelly Rowland and Michelle and all these people. Everybody, yeah. And Michelle Obama. Obama. And so people were expecting that that's what she was going to do when Kanye and Kim's baby was born. (laughs) Mama put a picture of Kanye and Kim like at a basketball game. At a basketball game. And it just said congratulations congratulations across in like Times New Roman. And it just (laughs) typed out was like one sentence saying congratulations Kanye and Kim. Enjoy this moment together, B. (laughs) It was the most impersonal. It was almost like you could see Blue Ivy being like, let me get on Google right quick. <laughs> right. Find a Do picture of Kim to? and Kanye. Okay, here we go. Like, somebody throw a filter on it. Darken I it a little even, bit. I don't even care. Just, Just slap this. congratulations across the middle. Mama, take my MacBook from me. Like, I don't even want to do this So, no And you know, Beyonce, it's not, you can't even use the excuse of, an, of a tour because Beyonce's right here in New York. <laughs> He's relaxing like, her nerves. She was walking in front of like the schnitzel deli right. somewhere in midtown today, <laughs> holding her baby like they ain't doing like, right. What? Like she could have sat down for three minutes and she was just at the forty forty club celebrating and popping bottles. Beyonce right. has free time. Right. So. Beyonce's on her idea of a vacation right now, and she still wasn't pressed enough to write. So that w- that made me laugh because the Kim stands swear up and down that Beyonce and Kim Kardashian have so much in common, and they're friends, and of course they are. I think that Beyonce is friendly because yes. she's a better Christian than I am. And because but, she has a relationship with Kanye. Right. And right. And Kanye is obviously somebody very important to her. So she's friendly with Kim. She's not a bitch to Kim. Of course, she's going to be nice and say something when Kim gives birth right. to Kanye's child. But don't get it twisted. This is not somebody Beyonce admires or respects. I think (laughs) that is the difference here. You can like somebody and be friendly with them, but then, you know, you go an extra mile for the people that you actually look up to. Right. So... I think Beyonce and Beyonce said it and all. Kim Kardashian, in terms of like, in terms of publicity and things, they're polar opposites. Complete opposites. So that alone should be like, how do you expect this fake friendship that you have going on? Right. Your your stand ass mind. How would you even <laughs> expect that that would make sense? And they're I, literally I, mean, I the get opposite why person. Kim plays it up because it's fucking Beyonce. Who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? You get to be like backstage at Beyonce shows and you're in like. BT Awards pictures with Beyonce. Like, of course you're gonna play it up. Like, oh my God, look at me at the Beyonce concert. Ha, bitches and mad. Your whole of job course. is telling people about your life. Right. Why would you not want every every opportunity that you have with Beyonce? Yeah, you're gonna want to tell someone. Right. Because that's your job. That's how you make your money. I just thought it was very interesting. Like, I thought that 
Beyonce not writing that note said a lot more than maybe people. I don't think it said it that they're not friends, it. but it definitely said, you know, this is, I don't respect you. Kim was probably in the hospital bed like, did she write her letter yet? <laughs> Kaya's like, no. no. Um, <laughs> Chloe, yet. Chloe, refresh. Tell me if it's up yet. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Shut up. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Did you listen to Jesus? I did listen to Jesus. What did you think? Um, I actually really like it. I didn't enjoy I Am A God. I think it's a horrible song. I skipped that song the first time that I listened to it, and then I went back and listened to it just because I wanted to hear it and just be see if it was as bad as I thought it was going to be, and it was. I so Am I A God is it. so bad. It should have just completely not been on the album, but for the most part, I really liked um, the album. The production, I think, is some of Kanye's best. It's just stellar. It's mm-hmm. so good. Um, but lyrically, I don't feel like it's Kanye's biggest, most strongest, most strongest. This I don't feel like it's his strongest product said, at all. This nigga said, I speak swag healing. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? <laughs> I thought, and you know something else? I thought that he really took it too far with some of the remarks he made about Kim. Like I thought I, and of course, I don't like Kim Kardashian in the least, but I felt like some of the things he said, some of the references he made, like when he said black dick all up in your spouse, clearly a diss or whatever to Chris. Humphreys. Every mention that I've heard of him in every every time he's referenced Kim on a song since he's like been out with how he's dating her or whatever has always been like does this bitch listen to his music <laughs> it sounds it just sounds like it always sounds like shade to me right it, when I mean, he said like my girl got famous all from a home movie it's like why would you even why would you remind us that? right like you just you're kind of bragging about it and then in in on site which is the very first song on the album it he says and i know she like chocolate man she got more niggas off than cochran which is obviously johnny cochran who got oj simpson off. right it's like you're clowning the shit out of your girlfriend in her vagina right now. Like, it just didn't... It felt sort of, like, gross. Like, why would you say this about the woman who is pregnant with your child? But ugh, I, I, I really can look lives. past that because it's Kim Kardashian. I like. Right. I enjoyed <laughs> most of the album. I think um, Black Skinhead is fantastic. I love that song. I think and it's funny Bound 2 f- is fantastic. The first time... Really quick. before, Like, the first time that he... I think premiered Black Skinhead was when he performed it on SNL. Right. And when he performed it, I was sitting in front of my TV like, Kanye, what right. the fuck is this? Right. And so when I listened to it, or like when I when I got the album, I was like, oh, there's that fucking song. And oh, but bitch, it, when the beat dropped, I said. I was like, good, what the fuck just happened to my I life? I said, wait a minute. Listen, I don't think you've ever even heard music unless you've heard it in a pair of professional beats by Dre's. Because I'm telling you, it's <laughs> oh like you God. can hear. No, I'm sorry. Like you can hear It really music, is like. But it's like you can hear everything. <laughs> it is just like they are phenomenal they are worth every dime of the $400 that they retail for because you can hear shit in these records I swear songs I've been listening to my whole life it's like it's, it's like just, a new experience there's other shit in this music and y'all can't even hear it in them regular ass headphones but anyway what I'm saying is that the music sounds so much better in the album in headphones whatever the then the live the couple of live performances right. he did it just sounds so much better blood on even the leaves even new slaves new slaves is growing on me um i don't really care for hold my liquor but i like i'm in it um blood on the leaves is good i have i forgot to see that 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 dance hall moment if that guy i heard it's this guy named travis scott but i'm not sure dance hall 
You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Because I live for that part. Well, I really love, like, my two favorites are Black Skinhead and Bound 2. Beanie Man. Yeah, Beanie Man's voice is on the very beginning. Oh, okay. Well, I I don't know what he sounds like, so. (laughs) I'll just take your word for that. Right. So... Pretty yeah, much overall, every song. I, like I think it. I liked all the songs except um, I Am a God. I Am a God was fucking awful. And I feel like that was God's way of saying, <laughs> yeah, won't play me. Right. Talking about featuring God. Nope, not on this track. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like, don't know what God you serve. The thing about it is it's one of those things that you have to listen to it. And it's it's like so different, especially for Kanye. Right. There's something that you just have to listen to and decide for yourself whether or not you like it. Right. Like, it's not something that you really can just go off, you know, go based off something. That's yeah, no, else you can't. I liked it. You know, just because of what it gave me sonically, it's mm-hmm. not one of Kanye's best albums, especially not lyrically. Although I've never really lived for Kanye lyrically. I just think he always really says clever things. Right. But I, you know, was interested in it enough to, you know, go ahead and listen to it. And I can say that it's I really like what he did sonically. It's very yeah. good from him. The Sonic, most of the album was produced by Daft Punk. Which gave it really that like, dark yeah. but electronic sound. And I just like what he did with the sound of the music. Somebody said to me today that they felt like Yeezus was really proof that Kanye was trying to become, you know, like a Bigger legendary a, artist right. and not really a legendary rapper. Right. And I definitely see that because artistically, I feel like it's a, a really great project. Right. You know, as far as best rap album of the year or whatever, I'm sure it won't be, but... I enjoy it. Yeah, I thought that it was pretty cool. It kind of is what he did with 808s and Heartbreak. I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to just do something. Yeah. Auto-tune, I still don't like it when Kanye uses auto-tune. I, I don't just, like it when most people ugh. use auto-tune. So but overall, it's pretty good. Yeah, I can't say that I didn't like it. But Congratulations, then, Kim, for not ruining it. <laughs> but then Jay-Z came through and he pissed on Oh, me. yeah. So everybody gave a shit about Yeezus leaking until, <laughs> until Jay-Z's commercial aired. During the, uh, I think it was Game Five, yeah, okay, of the NBA Heat finals. Spurs um, and series, and Jay Z's got this deal with Samsung where they're going to be releasing his new album, which is titled uh, Magna Carta Holy Grail. Mm-hmm. Comes out on July fourth, and all like Samsung users who have a particular phone will get the album free if they download this app. Right. He sold. One million copies to of Samsung. that album to Samsung for five dollars each. That is the dopest shit I have ever heard. Billboard, I heard Billboard is not counting those. I'm sure they which won't. <laughs> I'm not surprised by. Right. But who the fuck cares? I mean, did That's Billboard like what- count it when fucking Lady Gaga had her album on Amazon for like ninety nine cents? I don't understand why <laughs> they count those sales, but not these. But. Who even gives a fuck? Like I don't think they. Whatever, Jay-Z it doesn't even is matter. Doing this, Jay Z's not doing this to get a number one album to me anymore. For what? He's Jay Z. Like all of you can kiss the tip of his dick. It doesn't matter what the fuck you're doing with your musical career because he's Jay Z. And this is more like, like this is really more of a win for Samsung, really than anybody. <laughs> and it seems like his whole idea with doing this was that he wanted to do something new and change the way that people promote and market and release music. That's five million dollars. Before the al- before he even knew about the album. <laughs> wow. So props to Jay-Z, and I can't wait to hear that. The commercial that too. came out was so cool. It was just basically Jay-Z and all, all these the legendary producers. producers sitting in one place working on it. Like just and they were all just like people would have paid thousands to 
be present in the studio to and be just a fly watch those people work. Right. Swizz Beats, Pharrell, um, Timbaland, Rick, Rick Rubin. Rubin. Like, what? Like, girl, ugh, so good. Like, it's just so exciting. And, I mean, congratulations to all the Samsung users who are going to be able to download the album for free. Um, obviously, I won't be one of you because... It doesn't matter. I probably would have bought a copy of it. Right. I was going to buy it regardless. So, but I mean, you know, getting it for free and getting it three days before it comes out, that's cool. So. Okay. Moving right along. <laughs> Let's talk about Miss Rihanna. Rihanna. This bitch. I'm going to tell you how many fucks this hoe gives. What? That bitch gives maybe negative <laughs> I didn't even hear like, anything even about know. her is, this is week. Is it possible to like twist a fuck inside out? <laughs> because that is what. <laughs> so Rihanna was, <laughs> Rihanna was performing um, in London, I believe. <laughs> okay. For her Diamond World Tour. She was singing We Found Love. And again, travesty in the front row. These celebrities get up in the front row and try to interact with their fan. And there's always one asshole who has to try and ruin it for everybody. Yeah. So she's walking, you know, like up through the front and like shaking hands and touching people, blah, blah, blah. One person grabbed Rihanna like by her arm. Yeah. And I guess like tugged on her and wouldn't let her go. <laughs> Do you know what this bitch did? She hit this bitch in the head with her microphone. Yep. <laughs> Good for her. What? And then the thud that just echoes throughout this arena. <laughs> right. This bitch got clocked in the head with this mic. Exactly. That's exactly what that's exactly what that bitch deserved. So I asked the internet when I heard about this, do you think that she was right in doing it or do you think that she took it too far? Yeah. Either way I'm laughing. Either way <laughs> I'm catching. It doesn't really matter how y'all feel but, about it. Personally, I think that fan got what they were asking for. Most like, definitely. You can't just grab a bitch and just tug on them. Like, I'm usually on the side of the fan. Even if fans are being dickheads, I still feel like celebrities should ignore it, let it ride, whatever. However, all that shit goes out the window the moment you put your hands on somebody. Right. As soon as you touch someone who did not ask you to be touched, you deserve whatever fade they send your way. <laughs> That's it. And so, Rihanna clocking that bitch upside the head with the microphone I was just like you better work bitch like I'm not mad at it at all don't put your fucking hands on me who do you think I am like this is not a goddamn museum don't then, touch me and then Rihanna's such a bad bitch that she someone mentioned it on Instagram and I like that Rihanna is always like she comments on her fans yeah, she pictures does. all the time and there's actually an Instagram account called replies that posts all their pictures are of like Rihanna commenting on somebody's picture wow there's an entire Instagram account dedicated no, to Rihanna No, but it could be useful for things like this because a lot of times the things that she that she says that they catch are like hilarious. But that means somebody is stalking Rihanna on Instagram like Yeah, they probably just everything go, she says. Like they're sitting well, there refreshing her news or well, whatever. Everyone knows that there are stands and stand pages that do the most. That doesn't but seem anyway. a little weird. Okay, whatever. So there's a. There's if Beyonce did it, there would be some page that did the exact same thing. It's, it's just like, I so think. It's so weird to me. It's hilarious because they always catch her saying something either shady or absurd. The okay, point is. The point is. Someone mentioned it on Instagram and she commented on this person's picture and she said, because the person was like, oh, Rihanna hit somebody with their mic on an accident. And Rihanna was like, purpose. That bitch <laughs> wouldn't let me go. <laughs> She said 
that on Instagram? Yes. <laughs> so I was like, the fact that this bitch was ballsy okay. enough to clarify. Because she could have said nothing. But she wanted right. to let you know. No, no. No, no. That motherfucker would not let go Don't of me. So I intentionally me. slapped the dog shit out of his ass with this microphone and I'll do it again. Good, for you. Good for you, Rihanna. I, I appreciate you using the internet in a trill way such as this. Like, she's literally the living worst in the living best yeah, way. Yeah, she I is. Just, I can't get enough. She is just your trashy-ass friend that you have to be like, oh, my God, I'm not fucking with that bitch for, like, three weeks. But then you can <laughs> hang out with her for a little while, and then you're like, oh, my God, I just can't with you, girl. Every time I hang out with you, I'm, like, in jail. Ugh. She's that raggedy-ass friend that everybody loves to have. Right. So... She's just a fun, a fun girl to keep around. All right. So, listen. Do you want to talk about Serena Williams, or do you want to talk about Miley Cyrus? One of these people <laughs> will not be discussed. I don't want to talk about Miley Cyrus because I didn't watch whatever she did. Her music video? I did not watch her music video. Okay, well, maybe we can come back around to that. Okay, (laughs) well, that's fine. So Serena Williams was in a big... That was cute. Oh, I was doing Elmo's World, and I don't know why. Like, Selena made me think of Elmo. (laughs) That was shade. (laughs) No, it wasn't. Serena Williams... Serena Williams got into a ton of trouble because she did an interview with Rolling Stone. There was this um, highly publicized rape case in Ohio recently where the 16-year-old girl was raped. She was drunk, and two players from the high school football team, I guess, took advantage of her. One took a picture of her naked and put it on the internet or something, I guess. And all these people were gossiping about it on Twitter. It made all these headlines. So someone asked Serena Williams about this in a Rolling Stone interview. And she, um, well, the quote is... Lord... That she said, I'm not blaming the girl, but if you're a 16 year old and you're drunk like that, your parents should teach you don't take drinks from other people. She's 16. Why was she that drunk where she doesn't remember? It could have been much worse. She's lucky. Obviously, I don't know. Maybe she wasn't a virgin. Maybe she shouldn't have put herself in that position unless they slipped her something. Then that's different. That's the entire quote. So everybody was like, are you fucking serious? (sighs) Oh, Serena. Because I just realized I called her Selena earlier. <laughs> it doesn't even. It doesn't oh, even Serena. Happen. So, wait, before we go forward. <sighs> okay. She says that she didn't say it or like it was twisted. Yeah, you know. I'm whole... sure they have that on on audio somewhere, though, in right. order to back it up. Because you can't just make up a quote Yeah, from that somebody. was like, you can't. So, I don't really. Be- I think she's trying to do damage control. But listen. Anytime somebody asks for your opinion on a really, like, highly emotional issue like this, it's best to just say, you know, I really feel for the victim involved. I pray for, you know, her safety. I hope that she's recovering well or what the fuck ever. And then just leave it at that. These these ideas on, you know, what the girl was wearing and whether she was a virgin. What the fuck? What does that even have to do with anything? Like, what? Like, oh, maybe they raped her because she wasn't a virgin. And you know how, you know how girls who aren't virgins are. Like, what? Like, what are you even fucking saying? The problem with, like, with these types of situations is that a lot of rape victims don't ever say anything. 
and they're the person who raped them gets away with it and it's for this very reason it's for this reason right here because, because people are going to say well what was she wearing or maybe she had sex with somebody else or maybe she slept with the boy before why or was maybe she, she drinking was the, so right. much why did she look like this and blah 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 and why did she talk to that person or why was she at that party or like this happened instead of saying why the fuck did those boys rape her it why the fuck her. did those boys take naked pictures of her and put on the internet why the fuck did they lose every ounce of their sense like this is we're 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 asking the wrong questions when shit like this happens everybody knows 16 year olds shouldn't be drinking that that's because that's the law exactly like that's that's something everybody that even, knows they shouldn't be drinking everybody knows she shouldn't have been there obviously it was a mistake to be there because the assholes sure were there did not say hey go get wasted at that party 16 year old right like it's not so saying these things and being like I don't even know where the fuck Serena's mind was when she said maybe the girl wasn't a virgin or whatever. Like, I don't even know what the fuck you were thinking. That's so goddamn stupid. Like, I'm just not even going to entertain that. The point is, when shit like this happens, we need to stop asking girls what they did wrong or reminding girls how they fucked up and instead saying to these boys, wait a minute, you fucking dickhead. What the fuck were you thinking touching this girl when she was drunk, too drunk to consent or passed out or what the fuck ever else? That is the question we should be asking. That's where the emphasis should be on these fuck ass boys, not on these girls. It blows my mind every single time because a woman could walk into a room completely naked and spin around three times. And that does not give anyone the right to rape her. Like it's, it doesn't, like, it's like men don't get that. Or if they do, it's like rape culture, which I know is a phrase that people are so sick of hearing. But girl, it's so fucking real because and it goes without being it's spoken the about. same mentality that men have when they say something like, oh, well, I bought her a drink and then she told me she had a man and I was mad or whatever. Like, who told you to buy me a drink? Like you offered to buy me a drink. And so that means you're buying the right to my phone number or the right to be with me or the right to hang out with me or the right to date me or the right to fuck me like no it's a fucking drink if you if you offer to buy me a drink and i say yes the only thing i have to give you is a thank you it's like but men don't get this shit and i don't i don't understand what it is about our culture that has y'all thinking that y'all that you buying a drink for me or opening my door or paying for my dinner or what the fuck else means that you have a right to my body now like girl what i don't owe you anything i don't know who lied to you Maybe your whole ass mama, maybe your absent ass daddy. I don't really know who told you that this is how the world works, but it's not, girl. I just get so annoyed. Like, that just really pissed me off. Serena, I don't know what the fuck you were thinking. That's the kind of situation where you have to be sit back and be like, you know what? I'm going to have to take the L on this because I really fucked this up. Well, that's not what the fuck she did because she wrote this whole entire speech about, you know, basically blaming Rolling Stone and saying, you know, it was insensitive and hurtful what I supposedly said and now she wants to reach out to the family and pray for them and all that bullshit. Okay, girl, well... Yeah, I'm sure she saw the backlash because when white feminists get mad, the world has to pay attention. Listen. Anything else in this world could happen. If white feminists are angry, bitch, it's about to be on your fucking news. And that there's going to be a march and a rally. They're going to be tweeting your sponsors. <laughs> they want, they want, bitch. They don't want you playing professional tennis no more. When white women get mad, nigga, everybody is about to pay. Every last one of y'all. So, Serena, I just, I don't really even really know how you can apologize enough. But for future reference. Keep your fucking mouth shut about something like this or just say, you know, I don't really know enough about that case to comment. That's a perfectly fine comment to make. I don't know enough about the details to comment on that story. The end.
<laughs> That's perfectly fine. Good fucking grief. Well, all right. Good luck, um, Miss Watch Your Face. Yeah. So let's talk about one last thing. Okay. And I'm so mad because I did not read enough of the actual story, but we have to talk about this. Bitch. Paula Dean. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. I'm trying to find out if she's still trending. Oh, I bet she is. Because that shit was so funny. And she is. Worldwide. <laughs> so listen, oh, Paula Dean, 66-year-old oh, ass, is <laughs> like <laughs> all up in scandal again. I'm just gonna um I'm gonna just go ahead and 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 just preface all of this yeah. with the fact that I stopped seeing it for Miss Paula Dean when she when I found out that she was high that she got type two diabetes. Oh yeah. I stopped seeing for her the record, way back then. I stopped fucking with Paula Dean when it came out that she, when she waited to have a sponsor for her diabetes before she told everybody she had diabetes. Right. She had it for years and waited till she found a diabetes medicine company to sponsor her ass before she came public with it. And that, but you still putting a pound of butter in every fucking thing you cook. Everything. That's when I was like, oh, okay. Bitch, butter soup. Everything. I had to let Paula Dean go. She was cute and southern and fun and kind of like. You know, your white great auntie or whatever. Like, but no, I I stopped fucking with her after that. And then this shit happened today and the so, Internet's been going nuts. I would also like to say first that this is a claim from the National Enquirer, which is a tabloid. But they also but, say that they have her on record. Right. I was going to say that. Right. So. Sorry. <laughs> Paula Dean, all these stories came out today um, saying that Paula Dean has admitted to openly using the word nigger in jokes. Right. Um, and she also has admitted to saying she wanted to have a restaurant or a party. I can't remember which one. A party, I think, like a dinner. Uh-huh. And she wanted all oh. of the waiters to be dressed as slaves. Right. So this is... If you're wondering why Paula Dean just answered questions about whether she's ever said nigger before, it's because one of her managers at one of her restaurants in Savannah sued, sued her and her yeah. brother for sexual and racial harassment. So race has everything to do with this. The former manager of one of her restaurants said that um, the two of them committed numerous acts of violence, discrimination and racism. And so eventually that ended her five year employment at the restaurant. And so this is why Paula Dean was answering questions about whether she's ever used the word nigger before. And it was a hot ass mess. Like the entire transcript of what was said was just. And it was in this most, like the most nonchalant way. Right. Like I'm just imagining her saying like, the lawyer come said, on y'all. Like you it's ever- just <laughs> jokes. That's all they are. Most jokes are about Jewish people. Oh or God. Rednecks <laughs> or black no, folks. Your southern accent is so bad. <laughs> Please stop. You sound like a country Adele. I was trying to, <laughs> I was trying to sound like Paula Dean. Oh, no. <laughs> but for the lawyer to say, have you ever used the N-word yourself? And for Paula to be like, yes, of course. Like, of like, course. Absolutely. I'm a 60-year-old Southern white woman. What did you? Of course I And that's why nigga. I wasn't surprised. How else was I supposed to address the colors? <laughs> like, I gagged and she was just like, yes, miss. Right. Like, but I'm not surprised she says it. Apparently she was... Um, 
robbed at gunpoint back in the 80s by a black man. And so she said she used the word nigger when describing that incident to her husband. And then the lawyer said, have you used it since then? And she said, I'm sure I have, but it's Look, been a very long time. Girl, okay, we you marched say on nigger. Washington like 20 years before. We that. know your old white ass says nigger. We know that. We know it. Nobody's surprised by it. It's just the fact that she seems so completely nonchalant in the right. transcript. And maybe in the audio it'll sound different, but the transcript's so funny because it's just like, why, of course. Like, of course I'm said nigga. Because, like, <laughs> like, like, if it's like, what a hearing question. this accent, and it's just like, you know Paula Dean's accent is heavy boots. Oh, yeah, it is. Paula Dean Yow. I just, okay, Paula But Dean. then for her to say, oh, like, she wants to have this this dinner, and she wants to, she said that she went to, like, some restaurant, and all of the waiters were black men in bow ties or right. something like that. It was like, Paula, did you ever, maybe it was a co- co- coincidence, or maybe you only saw, maybe all the black niggas was just, they just had that shift that day. Like, you know, like. Right. She, but the fact that you just saw all these black men in bow ties, you were like, the next party I have, I want all these slave ass niggas to come here and serve us. Right. And then today, she tweets uh, a recipe oh for watermelon. God. It was like, <laughs> take advantage of all the fresh watermelon coming our way. Like, wait a minute, girl. You don't think maybe today was the wrong time to tweet some shit about watermelon? They ended up deleting it. But Twitter, in one of its rare moments of pure fucking hilarity, created Saw a hashtag, hashtag called Paula's Best Dishes. And this shit right here, normally I don't laugh at the trending topics, but this shit is fucking hilarious. Can Clint, I share some of my faves? Please do. You uh, Did you have one? Yeah, I have a few right okay, here. Okay, go. First of all, Wade in the watermelon. I died. That shit took me completely out the game. Lynchables, Emmett Tilapia, <laughs> Clan Chowder. Nigga, the shit is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> did you, did you Lynchable. <laughs> Some of my best friends are black eyed peas. <laughs> Bitch, did you see? Did you see when white folks talking? You better hush, puppies. Yes. Oh my god. Listen, people, y'all really put. Somebody said EBT, like tea, the drink, T E A, but EBT. Listen, it's Woo, just, no, there are so many good ones. Hold on, we can't. No, there stop. are Jim Croquettes. Coon, coon on the cob. Is that swing, your real angel hair pasta? Swing low, sweet cherry pie. <laughs> that one i'm sorry oh my god Woo! clue Klux clan cakes <laughs> <laughs> no we have a show to do okay we can't the point Kuta is kentucky fried chicken <laughs> <sighs> don't speak until spoken tuna sandwich girl coming forth to carry me home fries <laughs> i want my country back ribs <laughs> Step in fettuccine, bitch. <laughs> like, listen, this was the greatest day. Someone said the South shall rise again. Oh, my God. Yes, they did. Nigs in a blanket. Okay, look. Board, Brown versus Board of We can Ed. do this all day. We have to keep moving. The point is, you motherfuckers started this damn hashtag. Someone said blue gum soup. Like, <laughs> strange fruit pies. 
<laughs> you niggas started this fucking hashtag. It was so funny. As you always do. It was so funny. And I tried so hard not to laugh because it's like, I know white people are somewhere trying so hard not to tweet things. Right. And, but y'all took me out of the game. You niggas were in rare form today. That shit was hilarious. Congratulations, Twitter. Y'all really showed the fuck out. And I was here for all of it. Woo. It was so good. So, Paula Dean, I don't know what the fuck, but I mean, girl... I mean, what can you say? There's oh, only no. so much butter that we can take anyway. So I mean, she's still nice going to walk away you. from this with plenty of money. She's got TV shows, cookware, cookbooks. Paula Deen's empire is not going nowhere. Because, frankly, no one is surprised that she said the word. <laughs> no, literally. I really no feel like this lady, when when this came out and the, tw- and the trending topic started, the lady who saw her was like, she might as well just cut me my check. Right. right now because there's no way she's going to lose right <laughs> just give her her money why'd y'all even let this go to trial you well, should just that well they asked Pauline if she's ever said nigger Pauline probably looked at them like now girl right like with this face like are you serious this fool ass question anyway. have I ever said nick when do I not say nigger alright Miss Dean good luck and goodbye let's girl. move forward okay Again, people, we know it's difficult to catch your show when it airs on TV. That's all I've been trying to do this weekend, trying to catch up on the last season of Modern Family. You can do the exact same thing with whatever your show is. If you go over to HuluPlus.com slash read and start a free trial with us right now. Hulu Plus has all kinds of great shows like Community and New Girl. They have Caillou, which I watched with my nephew while I was out of town for his first birthday. And so if your kids love Caillou as much as my nephew does, head on over to HuluPlus.com slash the read. Service is normally $7.99 a month, but we're giving out a free two-week trial to all of our great listeners. So again, head over to HuluPlus.com slash the read to sign up. That is H-U-L-U. PLUS.com slash the READ. Okay, girl, go get your life. You're going to love it. Now let's get back to the show. Woo. Okay, now to one of my favorite little segments here. It's our listener letters. It's time for our listener letters. Make sure to email your questions or whatever the hell else to asktheread at gmail.com and we may just read your letter on the show. This one, we're going to start off with something fun. Brandon asked, Kid Fury has mentioned before that he's a fan of many video games like Final Fantasy. My question is, what video system are you going to buy, the Xbox One or the PlayStation 4, for, and what games are you excited for? Crystal, I'm not sure how you feel about video games. <laughs> so did you have any favorites when you were younger, or is there a favorite you have now? Oh my gosh, I can't believe you asked a fanboy question. I'm so happy. Um, I love, let me just go ahead and get this out of the way because I'm not into games at all, but I love Sega Genesis. I like Sonic the Hedgehog. I like Duck Hunt. I like Mario. I like all the Mario Brothers. Okay, that's all. This is your moment. <laughs> How do you feel about video games? I know that there was a whole like conference on this stuff. E3. It's an annual conference. I don't know. I don't know. It's the Electronic Entertainment Expo. And I'm pretty sure that's what it stands for. Okay. And it's a thing they do every single year where they announce all the new things happening with electronics, mostly with video games and video game consoles, though. Um, so what's happening this year is they're moving on to next gen, next generation gaming. Cause you know, like how all of these things kind of happen in, um, like waves. Right. So there's like the PlayStation and there's PlayStation 2 and then the Xbox came out and you have the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. So we're oh, moving wow. forward okay. with that now. That's next gen. Okay. So 
why like this year's E3 was really highly publicized because they announced the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One. <laughs> Baby daddies know this. Like a lot of okay. a lot of the ladies who are listening to this are probably going to know this even if you don't play video games, you know this cuz your man wants one or is I'm, okay, I know how this goes. <laughs> a lot of ladies are like, okay, let me just go ahead and scrape these coins together to get my man this Xbox. For no, these games are like, the games are systems are like $300 and the games are like 60 It's and worth 70. it. No. But you don't like video games. You don't think It that. just doesn't look worth Listen, it. Listen, <laughs> so I'm really excited because I'm actually going to be getting the PlayStation 4. It's so gorgeous. It's so sexy. I won't even like sit here and waste all y'all time talking about the difference between PlayStation. Like I'm not getting an Xbox because I've never really been an Xbox fan. But the Xbox system that they have out is just not like I don't even really think a lot of Xbox fans are going to buy it. Oh. So I mean I'm not gonna get into the details of why, but you can't even like play used games on it, which kind of makes GameStop pointless. And it's just like that it's a seems whole like thing. a stupid rule. You can't play used games. Yeah, on like it? there's kind of like restrictions. I think it's to oh, I think it's to prevent pri- uh, piracy. Yeah, I'm not really sure, but the PlayStation Four will allow people to do that. It's just like a whole bunch of differences. But I've always just been a PlayStation Four fan. Um, so that's the one that I'm going to be getting. I cannot wait. Okay. And I'm going to be reserving it. And I almost pissed myself because I was watching E3 every <laughs> single day when they were streaming and I said please let them just announce Kingdom Hearts 3 and I know a lot of you are listening are probably like bitch I don't know what the fuck you're talking about I wish Crystal would just ask the next question I have no but idea what you mean a lot of other people know exactly what I'm talking about because when I'm sure all the video game nerds are like going crazy right now when so. I talk about Kingdom Hearts 3 I've had a lot of people like in my mentions on Twitter like, oh my God, I can't wait. So I know a lot of you know what I'm talking about. And we've been waiting since Kingdom Hearts 2 for another Kingdom Hearts console game. Kingdom Hearts 2 came out in like, I think, 2005. Oh, wow. And there have been no talk, <laughs> nothing but rumors. And so we have been dying to get a new one for the longest time. And I said, please, just let them announce it. You can just send out somebody from Square Enix in like a Mickey Mouse hat and let them say, girl, we we get it. Like, we're, we're doing it. Right. And they showed like a full little trailer with like three seconds of gameplay at the end of it. And I almost cried. Like, I was so thankful. Really? So, no, not for real. But I, mean, I was just, just like really excited. <laughs> because I wanted them to like acknowledge this game for the longest time. So there you go. That is a game that I cannot wait to get out and get on my fucking PlayStation 4. I don't think any of you, I might skip an episode of the read. Because I'm going to just dedicate like a whole week to just celebrating that game. Well, that's where you just lost them. When you said you're gonna skip the show, yeah, they probably. That's where like, all the girls are like, "Nope." Wait a minute, nigga. Mm-mm, nope. Let's calm the fuck. Well, down. that sounds very. But thrilling. you know what? That's fine though, because this is how a lot of sports fans felt when I said that sports, like sports, was crazy. And then I ended up having to take it back because I watched the game last night and it was amazing. Yeah, sports are amazing. Right? They're so thrilling. You see how you did me for no reason? I'm so sorry. You ought to be. I accept your apology, raggedy nigga. Don't do it again. I was watching the Heats versus the Heat versus the Spurs last night. I was on the edge of my. I was extremely seat. ill last night. I got sick at work, and then I was supposed to meet up with a friend, and I was so sick that I had to just go straight home. So I went to bed at like eight o'clock, but I woke up to hundreds of people letting me know that you changed your mind about sports, and I was glad to hear it. I heard the game last night was pretty amazing. So it was 
everything. Are you ready for Game Seven tomorrow? Yes. <laughs> I can't believe you're actually going to watch. Of course you. Of course you pick up basketball when there's one fucking game left. Period. <laughs> you know, after Thursday, there is no more basketball for because months. Everyone on my timeline was talking about it, and I was like, "Well, the Heat is playing," and I'm from Miami. I'm not like one of these Heat gang people. I really didn't even give a fuck if they lost, but <laughs> like I did it. Like I, I'm not that. Fury, it, but no, will as cheer I for got whichever into, team has the most light skinned men. That's a lie. Shit. That's a fucking... I was cheering for the Heat. Girl. I thought there was more light-skinned niggas on the court for the Spurs. Anyway, that's not even the point. Mm. I only watched it because Miami was playing and that's where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And they're in the finals and everybody was talking about it. So I was like, let me just watch the like the end of this game or whatever. It was literally like the very beginning of the last quarter. Okay. So let me just watch it just for... The, uh, this was, And it was like in spurts that like all of the sports fan came out of me. Because <laughs> I was watching it in the video I was like, oh, I guess that was... Fun. Like, okay, that was cute. Eh, all right, okay. And then LeBron James snashed his headband off and everybody got all excited. And he got like all brolic and was that weird i was like what the fuck is going on and he was just falling out of nowhere and then everybody was like pre- like it was just all the, like the energy just came up out of me and everybody was like tweeting their hashtags and going crazy and i was like yes this is amazing <laughs> it was crazy so by the time they got to overtime like i flipped my macbook oh, over God. Like, i get it now you've been missing out on this all year i ready I, when does football start oh no we won't be doing this when does football Who's start? Who's going to teach you football? I get... What's the next letter? <laughs> In a couple of months. Anyway, let's move on. So excited about all your video games and what have you. But anyway, Tiffany said, Hi, I'm Tiffany and I'm 27 years old. I recently started dating a man who is 41. How old is she? She's 27. Okay. He has two kids, a 15-year-old and an 8-year-old. They are boys and they live with him. We live about an hour and a half away from each other, which makes spending time together difficult. Not to mention he does not feel comfortable introducing his boys to anyone unless they've been dating for at least six months. I'm fine with that. But the issue is that on the weekend, the boys are at their mom's house and I can finally sleep over. But it's a problem because of my overprotective parents. I still live at home and I come from a very strict West Indian background. Well, this took a Shonda Rhimes turn. Didn't it? (laughs) I still live at home. I come from a very strict West Indian background. Oh, bitch. (laughs) Coming from a West Indian, I know they don't see it. My parents don't view as acceptable. I already know this can ruin my chances with this guy because distance is another factor that I'm facing. Please help me find a happy medium so that I can have this relationship develop into what I think may lead to marriage as well as keep my parents happy. She says she's 27? Yeah. Damn. I just so maybe this is a West Indian thing, which I don't even really know what West Indian means. Um, so but West maybe Indian this Indian is oh girl, it's just because like I know Caribbean. it's not just Jamaica. Okay, that doesn't really. If you don't give me like specific countries, then like I don't know. Jamaica, like the Bahamas, I like mean, but how many Trinidad countries are Tobago, involved in this? Like the Dominican Republic. I mean, but Haiti. they can't all be this. People say, oh, I'm West Indian. If it means all these different countries, then what is that even really saying? Because that's considered the West Indies. I mean, but but she's saying I come from a West Indian background. What am I supposed to take away from that? What does that mean to me? Because the like the culture of that area, a lot of people who grow up from like in the islands, we just have a lot in common. So they all stay at home like for a long time. Not or? all. No, that's but not is what I that mean. like a cultural thing? I'm, I'm like, asking because I don't yeah, know. Like the no, the staying at home part, not necessarily. I'm talking about like the attitude and the culture and the way that you're brought up and like the way the way that you're raised and the things that your parents might expect from you and the things that your parents don't tolerate or that your family is not comfortable with. Like 
that kind of thing for whatever reason in the West Indies we just a lot of us have that in common so if I say I'm American does that do you think that my parents are maybe less strict than if I say I'm West Indian no, it does. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. We just know when you talk about like growing up in the islands, it's just a different fucking uh, maybe uh, girl. I don't know. One of y'all at home know exactly what I'm talking about. Please explain this. To I people. was just trying to figure out because people say this all the time. You say this. And I'm always like, what does this even mean? Like, like when like you try to not... blame being late all the time on being Jamaican, I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, I don't get that. Well, see, then that's something that's kind of a little bit different because Jamaican people know exactly what I'm talking about. We be late for everything. But y'all be having all the jobs. You can't be late and have three jobs. You're never late for getting money. You're late for all the <laughs> no, but like when, like growing up, my mother always told me like Jamaican people, we will like if we have if you want to have a party to start at seven, we tell everybody it starts at five. Like, oh, that's sad. So everyone will get there on time. Whatever. Listen, we have to get back to the letter. How did this right. happen? Look, we completely derailed. Anyway, the point is that Tiffany's 27 and dating a 41 year old who lives an hour and a half away. He has two kids who stay with him, but they go to their mama's house on the weekend however she can't spend the night at her booze house because she still lives with her parents and they have these rules and they don't really like the fact that she's dating this 41 year old so what can we do do to help her out do they know yeah they know and she she has not met this man's kids no because she hasn't been dating him for six months she only recently started dating him and he has a rule so her problem really is that she wants to stay out what does the kids have to do with it well the thing about the kids is that she can't stay during the week because they're with their dad. And All she right, can't so stay. she's trying. She, so she, she can only time. stay on the weekend because right. the kids aren't there. However, her parents are like, "Oh, uh-uh. you're not staying with no man an hour and a half away from here for the weekend." Would her parents feel the same way if he didn't have the kids and she can go during the week? I just don't entirely feel like this is a a situation that Tiffany should be in. Like when I very first, I was going to just say that, but I was trying to consider like her feelings and the fact that she has them for this guy. Right. Like I'm trying to actually figure something out for you girl, but it just, it really kind of just boils back down to me every time. It's just like, girl, maybe you just shouldn't do this. Like this sounds like, like, why are you in this relationship? Like, y'all only just started dating, so there, I don't understand yeah, how you three can already not... see marriage coming from this. But he's 41 and you're 27. Why do y'all have anything in common? Like, I don't even you understand. You never know. Oh, no, you know. Sometimes yeah, you know. That's true. And it's just like, that's a big ass age gap. Like, yeah, that's not 27 and 32. 27 and 41, that's different generations. Like, it's just, it seems so weird. He has a kid who's 15 years old. Like, the kid is closer to your age than he is. It's just y'all got creepy. the same music on your iPod. <laughs> So anyway, that just that really stuck out to me. Like, I don't even really this just doesn't sound like that great of an idea, Tiffany. But yeah, because I can't even think of anything to tell. Like, I can't think of any way to make this work for you. Well, the thing about having to do what your parents say is that it only applies when you live in your parents house. Right. So, I mean, if you want to move out. A great way to strike a happy medium, like because you kind of want your cake and you want to eat it, too. But it doesn't work that way. You can't have the cake and also consume it. So it kind of feels like to me, you need to focus on either moving out of your parents' house or just letting go of this relationship that they don't approve of, like one or the other. Because you can't force your parents to feel a different way. And you should not be moving out of no goddamn house just for a guy that you've been dating for this short amount of time. I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't 
say that that's a good idea either. Like, I wouldn't recommend that you do that. But if she's already thinking marriage and they've only been together for three months and it sounds like, you know, moving out is not outside of her realm of possibilities or shit you know that she what? has considered. All I have to say about this is let's wait a while <laughs> before it's too late. Let's wait a while. I want to know how you're 27. Pumpy breaks. Pants. Slow down. Girl. That's it. It just doesn't seem like I can't. It's not. Go, I don't. What? I just want to know how you're 27 and your parents haven't kicked you out yet. Like, how are you still allowed to live there? Even with a job, my mom would yeah, have been like, that's Get your one ass thing I'm not out of my house. In terms of the West Indian thing, girl, it's and it's no shade at all. But I know my parents and a lot of other Jamaicans would be like, girl, so why are you still here? <laughs> I thought maybe that was a cultural thing, but apparently it isn't. But I thought maybe that was like a West Indian thing that people stay with their parents until they get married, maybe. No. No, it's not. Okay. I was lucky to stay with my parents for as long as I did. Yeah, I was out at 17. When I graduated from high school, my mom was like, well. (laughs) A big part of the reason I stayed with my parents for so long is because I knew that I wanted to move here. Mm -hmm. I said, it doesn't make any sense for me to go and then be paying rent in some place when I know that I don't want to live in this city. Right. Well, I mean, okay, I get that. Like, I'm not necessarily judging her. I just wonder how she managed to make that work because, child, mm -mm, not at my mama's house. No, my parents would have been like, girl. Consider a guy that, or consider a situation that would just be a little bit more convenient for you, girl. Yeah. And if your feelings are just that strong that you want this to work, girl, it looks like you're going to have to move the hell out. Yeah, I mean, but really, think about how much it costs to move out, girl. It's a lot of money. And measure that next to, or put that on a balance and right. see if, it's a it, lot if it's of money. worth it. I mean, and this man is 41 with two kids. I don't, I you mean. already don't sound like worth it. Don't it don't sound like, right. <laughs> it's not like, oh, girl. I'm, no shade. I'm sorry. It doesn't. Right. It's not, I'm dating this guy in the NBA. It's just some old nigga with kids. Like, why would you? But she didn't. What did, did she say what he does? No, she didn't. We never know. I mean, maybe, but ugh. He and he's be. an hour and a half away. It just sounds so sketchy and weird. Spill the real tea. <laughs> <laughs> let us know what happens i mean but my, my honestly my parents would have said the same thing like no girl yeah no most not parents with that man. so yeah but i think you know what you need to do either move out or accept your parents because you're not going to change their mind and we have one more quick question from angel who said i've been wondering if you two doing the read together was by coincidence or planned what I mean by that is that <laughs> the both of you represent the gay lesbian community, but did you use that fact to join together to create the read to send out a message like, yeah, we're homosexual? <laughs> no. And we're about to take over, so you bitches better watch out. Or was no. it just by coincidence that you two happen to be homosexual no. and running these niggas' lives? <laughs> Angel's kind of a stand. Angel kind of had a stand moment <laughs> in the letter, which was sweet. But did you... <laughs> Did you ask me to do this show because you were like, hey, she's a lesbian and we could just do like a gay show and it'll be gay and we'll be no, gay together. girl. <laughs> I want to, people want to know the inner workings of your mind. They want to know what's I literally going through your cannot head. think of anybody else to do this show <laughs> with. No, and I, like, I can't think of anybody else who I would have wanted to do the show with. Oh, that's nice. So it's just like, I just thought, and then, well, I will say this. I really did want to, uh, a girl like I really did want a woman to be my co-host because I wanted um, to have female perspective 
in in certain topics and things like that. Okay. So that is one thing I did consider. So if like if I didn't know you, I probably would have just looked for a female co-host. Yeah. So that part I did think about. The whole gay lesbian thing no. no because honestly when people think of me lesbian is not even the top five adjectives like i'm not 90 percent of the time i forget you like girls <laughs> i forget I that swear. i like girls like i just am not even really that into it i'm kind of half-hearted about it i'm not really all the way into it <laughs> but i'm not bisexual either i'm just not that into you girls. said that you're demisexual i'm demisexual and that really works for me. I'm not attracted to people. Define it for these people who don't know what the fuck <laughs> that means. Okay. Well, a demisexual is a person who is not attracted to um, others sexually unless they form a strong emotional connection first. So that's why I'm not big on like, oh, such and such is so fun. Unless it's Brittany Griner, of course. I'm not really... You know, I don't get into sex talk and all that stuff because I really do not experience sexual attraction to people unless I have a greater bond with them first. So I'm really, I'm really not even all that dedicated. Also, to I'm not really. I can't be gay and demisexual. I thought I was demisexual too. No, you're not. Because I thought that it meant that you only are like. Oh, you're definitely not. Are you kidding? You. What the fuck is that supposed to mean, bitch? <laughs> I'm just saying, like... <laughs> because the way that I, I thought said. that it meant... No, hold on, because that was a read. The way that I thought that it I thought it meant, like, oh, girl. Oh, girl. you can't... Oh, no damn read. I thought that it meant, like, you're not, like, sexually attracted to someone, like... I don't know why I thought it meant, like, you wouldn't, like, see... Like, you didn't want to have sex with a person unless you were... Yeah, that's the same thing. Right, so then I'm demisexual too. No, but not just have sex, but also you don't even experience sexual attraction. Like, I am not attracted to anybody sexually on a daily basis. Oh, so I can't be demisexual. No, you cannot. So, so okay. <laughs> so, let's, so let's come right back around to the read then. So what the fuck is that supposed to mean? Listen, I'm not reading you this week. I'm reading somebody else you know. <clears throat> Are you oh, ready? that sounds spicy. We'll get to that shit at the, after the show. Okay. Though. So what is your read? So <clears throat> today I was listening to all kinds of great new music. Um, was, Some of it was not that great. And I decided to listen to J. Cole's new album, Born Sinner. Oh, God. Oh, girl. And you already know what I'm about to say. Jesus, take it. So the very first song on this album is like... Ver- Voluminati. Voluminati. Okay. And I'm getting into it. The very first line is something really hot. Like you niggas is famous on the Internet and I'm hot in real life. Like this is in the first minute of the song. And so I paused it and I tweeted, you know, I I typed out the tweet and I was like, oh, this is a dope line. I like it already. Go back and press play. And all I hear is faggot, 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 faggot. And I said, <laughs> I said, what the fuck? Because I'm not used to no light-skinned nigga being that insensitive. So I rewinded all the way back to the beginning. I said, maybe, you know, the Advil's kicking in and I don't feel that great. Let me listen to this again. Oh, God. Same line about y'all niggas is famous on the internet. I'm hot in real life. And then faggot, 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 faggot everywhere. And I 
was just like, wait a minute. Like, I could not believe it. I Googled it and he gave some bullshit explanation about how gay people in, in the future were going to be ashamed of ourselves for saying faggot as much as we did. And so I said faggot all those times to make people uncomfortable. And it's part of my art and blah, 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 whatever other light skinned ass feelings. <laughs> wait, you're yeah, making pop culture is still like, battling with you're homophobia. You're making it sound like he said it worse than he did. And what was- he actually said, I'll, I'll read the quote. He said, there will soon come a day when people in general and rap artists specifically are going to have to answer for their past usage of the word faggot, much like the grandfathers who are ashamed that they use the word nigger as kids. Maybe Paula Dean is included in that. I don't know. Okay. At a time when public acceptance of gay rights is soaring rightfully, hip hop culture in general are still battling with homophobia, not excluding myself. Rather than run from it, I chose to attack it playfully. Those lyrics are meant to make everyone uncomfortable for the sake of this very conversation. What I have to say to that is that's all Wait, fine and good. For just, just to let everyone, just to be clear. Girl. The lyrics are something like my verbal says, AK slay faggots, and I don't mean no disrespect whenever I say faggot. Okay, faggot, don't be so sensitive if you want to get fucked in the ass. Those are the lyrics. <laughs> oh my God. So listen, what I have to say to that is, fuck you, girl. This is not your turn to reclaim. <laughs> I don't want to hear bullshit from people who call themselves ally and be like, oh, no, I'm using this term to show all of you terrible homophobic people how stupid you sound. This is not your fucking place. This ain't your turn at the radio. This ain't your time to shine. Who the fuck told you that writing faggot in a bunch of like this is one minute and six seconds into the song. When I heard this shit, I was like, oh, no. And I just stopped everything, completely deleted the album off my computer, took it off my iTunes on my phone. I don't want to hear this shit ever again because it's not your fucking place. And so this read is not just for Jermaine Cole, but it's for all the people out there who think that because they identify with a side or because they're not hateful against that side, that they can use the same slang terms and words that that group uses within each other as an outsider you fucking can't this is just and i mean it's not just like it of course there's differences across all different categories but under no circumstances could eminem get on a record and be like fuck these niggas because i'm down with my niggas and my niggas suck my dick and my niggas fuck bitches and all this other shit because nobody would have it yes we know eminem is cool we know eminem grew up around black people we know eminem loves black people respects black people blah 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 what the fuck ever eminem probably one of the most trusted white men by black people however you are not black so shut the fuck up when it comes to using the word nigga that is the exact same way that i feel about the word faggot j cole you either not gay or not out of the closet you haven't identified yourself as one of us so keep (laughs) faggot out your mouth i don't even say faggot to people that i don't know because that's how sensitive the word can be for some people so if you consider yourself an ally of ours and you're fighting for gay rights or whatever how about you do us a giant fucking favor and not perpetuate the use of a slur against us by your fucking straight brethren how about you don't do that because as soon as I heard that bullshit I was like get this motherfucker <laughs> off my computer fucking Drake gives me everything I need out of a light skinned man he doesn't call me a faggot in the process so fuck J. Cole I know you saw it for him I know you have a crush on him or what the fuck ever a lot of people love him. I liked his previous project. I've ne- Okay, you're laughing at my pain and it's not funny. Fuck you, bitch. No, I'm sorry. Bitch. No, because I mean this with all my heart. I'm very upset about it and I don't like it. And it's not people. And I said, you know, I don't support straight people using the word faggot. And there's exceptions to every rule. 
but J. Cole, I don't know you enough. Like, you're still a stranger to me, sis. And I'm not about to co-sign for you and be like, oh, here's an exception. Or I see where he's coming from or what the fuck ever. Like, I'm not doing that for J. Cole. Because I don't know J. Cole like that. J. Cole ain't been around enough for me to make excuses for him. But wait. Let's be clear. I'm not making any goddamn excuses for J. Cole. Nobody said you were. I'm talking about me. I'm just making sure. You can... You... Listen, if you're a gay person and you heard J. Cole say faggot six times in that song and you didn't really give a shit about it, that's perfectly fine. It is up to you what you want to be offended by. But you're not going to tell me that I can't be offended because, bitch, I don't like it. I don't like the use of faggot by non-gay people, period. I don't mind it from gay men. I don't mind it from lesbians. I don't mind it from people who identify as something not straight. If you are straight, I don't want to hear or see the word faggot from you ever. That's the way I feel about it. That's the exact same way I feel about nigger and nigger. If you are not black... I don't want to hear you say it. I don't give a fuck what else you are. If you are not black, keep nigga out your mouth. That's how I feel. It's the same way I feel about Dyke. If you're not gay, lesbian, fucking don't say it. It's not your fucking word to take back. You can't take it back because it was never for you in the first damn place. And you're not helping anybody by using it. So shut the fuck up with your bullshit ass excuses. I would just like to say I agree with everything you said. Great. As you should. Because I was right. I did not delete the whole album. I did. I deleted that song. I in deleted particular. the entire <laughs> thing. I deleted all of it. And I was and really I'm, looking forward to that album. It had like 21 fucking tracks on it. And I was like, this is going to take up at least an hour and a half of my day. Like, I really wanted to listen to it. But you ruined it fucking one minute and six seconds into it. I could not believe an <laughs> artist ruined an entire album for me that goddamn like, fast. You, even at the very beginning. The very beginning. Of the you album. Should, and then people were tweeting me like gay people had gone out and bought multiple copies of this album and played it and were just devastated. Like you really let down a lot of your gay fans and maybe you don't give a shit and maybe And the you excuse do. that you made for putting that in the song is so stupid and you had to know that it was fucking stupid. You had to know like, that's that was just so like that's like that's a dumb ass. I feel like it's not even real. Like he I feel like he he said that shit. And then J. Cole has this thing that he does where he just wants to be that deep ass lyrical nigga who talks about all this real life depressing shit on all these fucking songs. And so he was probably feeling that and was like, in 30, 50 years from now, it's gonna be a new age with a new language and a new whatever the fuck. And I'm gonna be like an innovator nope. and I'm gonna start. It's no, it's still not you, gonna be girl, okay that you no, said faggot a million times. It doesn't in that work song. like that. No, it sure doesn't. So fuck you, girl. <laughs> anyway, what's your read for this week? Fucking J. Cole. Nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Come oh, on. he pissed me off. Yep, okay. Me too. So my read. Oh, that just took so much energy out of me. But <laughs> I don't even know why it was my read. Because it just pissed me like, and, and that was in my spirit. And part of me felt like I knew that's what you were going to say, too. Oh, yeah. Because I've been aggravated about it. Like the whole damn day. Cause I still sat there and I listened to the rest of the album, but it was just like, I couldn't even enjoy it. Right. Like, if I it had moved like, on, it would have been like, oh, this nigga just said He maggot. ruined the way I look at him now and it just pissed me off. Well, anyway. But whatever. So this read, I'm reading all you bitch ass fuck hoes out there. <laughs> Jesus. No, got- I'm kidding. I wanted to be extra. Oh, oh my God. I'm reading people. Okay. I have this. This fucking pet peeve. I don't even know if you can call it pet peeve, but I can't stand adults who constantly seek validation from other adults. Oh, no. So you don't like being on Twitter? What? No, that's not what I mean. Oh. I don't. I don't. Well, 
There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of it on Twitter. Please continue. I don't. It's just annoying to me when I see people who are out here like trying to fit a trend and trying to like fit in to like these imaginary cliques and like cool girl things that they see online or maybe in school or in the clubs or whatever. It just seems like there's a lot of grown ass men and women who are trying to fit into this like little group and be one of the cool kids, yeah. especially for things on things like Twitter and on things like Instagram. Instagram or whatever the fuck. I just think of it as whack. Like, if somebody's not fucking you, if you're, if, listen, if it's not God, if it's not your family, and if it's not somebody who is committed and fucking you, wh- like, why care what that person thinks of you and the way that you live your life? Like, it's so stupid. Right. Like, we have, and it's all have bigger problems. Right. It's constantly on Twitter. Everybody's trying to be such and such's friend or, or like follow whatever trend or start some trend and or tweet like that. It, it ties right back into my previous read. A motherfucker's acting like they're something that they're not or thinking that they're m- worth more than they are. Like, everybody's just trying to be cool and get validation and like, oh, I know all the bloggers or this person follows me and I have this many amount of followers. This shit is whack. Um. It just, it, I feel like worrying about or trying to get validation from somebody who has absolutely no impact on your, you know, life or your career. Like, I feel like it's just a distraction from the bigger picture. I've seen that happen in a couple of different ways. Wow. Like, I've seen uh, girls try to, you know, tweet a certain way or pretend to feel a certain way in order to be accepted by a man on Twitter or whatever. And then I've seen people, a couple of different people that I follow who are just like, I don't know. It just seems like they're kind of maybe emotionally needy and they just like want people that they look up to on the internet to accept them or like be their friend or whatever. And it's just like, people will even go to links of like name dropping on Twitter, which is so ridiculous, but it's just like the kind of thing where you look at it like, why do you care so much what other people think about you? Like, does it really matter to you yeah. if such and such follows you on Twitter? Like, is it that big of a deal? Be yourself. That's all I'm saying. Like, who gives a fried over fuck what anybody, <laughs> what anybody who has no effect on your life? That's why I say, if it's not God, if it is not your family, if it's not someone who you are committed to and in love with, your fr- bitch, your friends, it don't even fucking matter. Because <laughs> if they don't like you the way that you are, bitch, they ain't your goddamn friend. So you should not be trying to get validation from anybody who has no effect on the greater good that is whatever and the fuck it is that your 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 life or what you're going through. Or maybe like your boss, but <laughs> You know what I feel like? I feel like this is about something specific. Like, I feel this way about all of your reads that something specific happened. Yeah, something specific did happen. And it wasn't even in like it wasn't with oh, me so personally. What happened? Tell us. No, but I can't. I still can't say because it, it involves it involves a friend of mine. And it just is not even worth like putting this person on blast. But I just think that it's whack. Like, it's not like I'm not angry at anybody. Right. It's not like I'm not popping off. There's no shade or anything. I'm not, it's not an angry thing. I just think that it's corny to be a grown ass adult trying to get validation from another grown ass adult. Be yourself. Live your life. Fuck free. <laughs> it is very freeing. It is. And all of the people who should be around you will be around you. That's the important part because 20,000 followers on Twitter is not 
And I mean not gonna put no food in your baby's mouth. Nope. It's not gonna put the food in your mouth. It's not gonna pay your goddamn rent. Bitch is not gonna do shit for you. You still are probably gonna have to get up in the morning on average time and <laughs> clock in somewhere at work and work and go back the fuck home and do it all over again. Why are you raising my not, life though? Like that's exactly me. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is <laughs> unless you're a person who is I using see. unless you're a person who is using the internet to get money. Right. You know what I mean? Like you have a business on the internet or you've turned social media somehow into making money. Uh-huh. If you're just living a regular ass life and that's all you plan on doing, then do it the way that you want to do it and stop trying to be like internet famous, online famous, <laughs> at work famous, at club famous. Twitter famous. Because how does that help you? Like what does that do for your life? Like, stop trying to be extra. It's corny as fuck. Live your life the way that you want to and stop trying to dick ride all these other people and what the fuck you think. Because I don't like, I, I think I have like 60 something thousand followers on Twitter, bitch. And I literally do nothing but this goddamn show and blog <laughs> and sit in my, in my drawers at home and watch Netflix and eat junk food. And like, if someone invites me somewhere, maybe I'll go. Like, I, I do okay. nothing. Like, so my life is in. nothing. No, what I'm saying is like, <laughs> numbers don't mean anything. I have no life. I have no life. Well, first of all, yes, you do. But also, secondly, I think what's important here is that people, if you act a certain way or put on airs or or pretend to be something that you aren't in order to get these so-called, you know, internet famous friends, then you're going to have to keep acting that way to keep them. And eventually you're going to, you're not going to be able to keep up the facade anymore. Exactly. So you might as well just be My yourself, point. your regular old self trying to be It corny. is a distraction from your reality. It is a distraction from the bigger picture that is your life. Focus on being you, doing whatever the fuck you want to do, however the fuck you want to do it, and stop worrying about whatever the fuck everybody else is doing, and stop worrying about whatever the fuck everyone else is saying about you, and stop worrying about what everyone thinks about you. Do whatever the fuck you want to do, however the fuck you want to do it, and the people who are going to be in your life are the ones who are supposed to be there. Period. Stop being corny. Get a fucking life. (laughs) Well, damn. That's it. I'm done. That's it. I think we're done. I think we're fucking finished. <laughs> fucking finally. Why do people still listen to the show? We're horrible oh. people. Well, I'm just so glad you got that out. I feel like that was probably a ministry to a lot of different people who have no been. No one listens to anything I say. Anytime I say something that offends them, they just say, oh, fuck it, Fury. Oh, like, Lord. Oh, he has no life. Well, anyway, make sure you submit your listener photos to our gallery at at thisistheread.com those are so fun and you can email those pictures to asktheread at gmail.com every episode of the show is there our bios our contact information and then of course we're at facebook.com slash thisistheread and on twitter at thisistheread um we will be back we'll be on iTunes shout out to SoundCloud yep we love you so much. Don't forget to stop by HuluPlus.com slash The Read to check out that special deal that we told you about that is so lovely. You can go over there right now and get started all for free. And it's a great way to support our show. And we will see you soon. <laughs> Bye, guys. At Metro, get an iPhone 12 with 5G and a dual camera system for $99.99. Take amazing pictures and share them instantly. And don't put up with life's yada yada. Yada yada. Like photo bombers. Zoom, crop out, yada yada. And bye. 
you don't take yada yada in life, don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Get iPhone 12 with 5G with no activation fees and nada yada yada. Only at Metro by T-Mobile. Switch to Metro, bring your ID. This offer isn't available for customers currently at T-Mobile or that have been with Metro in the past 180 days. Hey y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Everyone knows the holidays can take a toll on your bank account. So if you're looking for creative ways to increase revenue and give your family and friends the holiday treats they deserve, then you need to get started with Squarespace's new feature, Squarespace Courses. As for me, I'm very qualified to help y'all learn how to maybe start journaling every day to get your thoughts out and improve your mental health or... I could teach you how to get on the nerves of every man in a five-mile radius. I'm an expert at that. Squarespace has the tools you need to create and sell your own online courses. You can start with a professional layout that fits your brand, upload video lessons to teach techniques and skills, and then tailor your course with the powerful built-in Fluid Engine Editor. With Squarespace courses, you can create engaging content that your audience will love, then simply add a paywall and set the price. Plus, you can charge a one-time fee or sell subscriptions. It's up to you. Turn your creativity into income with Squarespace courses. Just head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Again, that's squarespace.com slash R-E-A-D. Let them know Kefir and Crystal sent you.